0: It's Wednesday, August 16th, and this is Two Guys, Three Trends, the show where we hit you with the top trending topics on Google Trends. This is all presented by Avenue4 Communications, a digital marketing and creative technology company in Winnipeg and Montreal. On the show today, more people quit at Uber, we check out MoviePass, and we also get lucky. Let's get trending. It is Wednesday. I'm Kieran. And I'm Mac. Hey, you're back. I'm back. I'm pretty excited that you're back here. I mean, I, I'm really excited to listen to your solo podcast at some point today because did. I didn't get a chance yesterday. You didn't listen to me yesterday? How did it that go? It was pretty fun. Yeah, uh, it was. Just, no, <laughs> I missed you so much. Yeah, I'm sure you were a little, <laughs> little lonely. Uh, you, I I was sick yesterday. I was here, but I was in my office hibernating most of the day. Yeah. I was hiding from people. (laughs) That's how work works, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I I love, I love everybody we work with, but sometimes, uh, when you're not feeling so well, you just want to be a little, a little alone, you know, that's reasonable. That's a reasonable thing to want. All right. Jumping into our first trend for today. Yep. Uh, let's talk, let's talk Uber. We're going to start with Uber. Yeah. We're going to start with Uber. Uber's uh, head of Developer Product Chris Sad is leaving the company. Uh, he's a pretty important dude. Head of Developer Product. It's an interesting it's, title. It's a it's a weird title to say, but it is uh, it's an important important title. Uh, it looks like he's moving onto a company where he's working. Where working with outside developers is a central focus. Uh, he's also commented on the internal culture of Uber in comparison to media criticism, following Susan Fowler's reports of sexism and discrimination. He says, I personally would not have described the culture around me as toxic, difficult and challenging, and truth-seeking, and maybe even political, but it doesn't seem to rise to the level you'd expect from the media reports. Um, That's kind of... We can talk about that in a second. Uh, But it looks like he's also... Leaving because he was pretty good friends with, uh, I think that's what Travis Kalanick. Yeah, I suspect that's kind of what, the, what's really going on here is that his friend left the company. He was kind of his fearless leader. He probably lost faith in the faith in the future of the company because Travis has left, uh, and he's moving on to greener pastures. I don't really blame him. There's been a lot of trouble with Uber over the last six eight months, wasn't it? I, I think I read an article as well that somebody's suing Uber for fraud. Uh, there's oh, there's a venture capitalist firm that's suing suing them. There's a couple of fun, of uh, not so fun things. Uh, well, first yeah. there's the ongoing investigations that Uber's performing on itself, and they brought in external uh, investigators for the reports of sexism and discrimination. Then there's also um, the fact that Uber bought a uh, startup that was started by Google. Yeah. And that startup was working on the technology that helps the self-driving cars at Google operate. Hmm. And then several months later... They bought IP, really? Well, they bought the team. But what happened was the head of engineering for that team didn't make any changes to his code at all and actually, without letting Uber know, as they claim, uh, did not... um, he didn't change any of his code, so he basically took code that belonged to, to Google, put it in the self-driving cars technology that Uber was going to use, and uh, six days, eight, eight months later, the engineering team at Google was like, this is literally the same stuff. Uh, and so venture capitalists, on behalf of Google's self-driving cars, hmm. are suing. Uber has distanced themselves from this engineer it looks like they're dealing with that problem pretty appropriately. Yeah, I suspect they knew. Yeah, it was like, oh, are we going to get caught? Yeah. If so. If so, we'll throw this guy right under the bus really quick. Yeah, right under the self-driving bus. Right under the self-driving bus, exactly. <laughs> Where it promptly avoided him and uh, hit Travis. Yeah. Again, hit Travis again. <laughs> over him for the eighth time in the last six months. Uh, yeah, Uber's Uber's been having a, a tough time, a but their valuation, their valuation, is still quite high. I feel like if they could just get a proper executive team in there and a proper board of directors, that that business could really, really do some damage. And maybe you know make some uh, internal management and uh, changes, structure, some, some human resources related, yeah, work in general, yeah. Uh, that's that's always a I think that's always a problem right now with startups that they need to address sooner rather yeah. than later. Yeah. You know, it starts off as a small, close-knit team where, you know, they're often friends and things are... Oh, is a huge issue. Exactly. And more, Yeah, more things could be perceived as acceptable, but as soon as you're hiring people, that's their livelihood. Yeah, you need to put together a safe environment for I them. I think if somebody could just create a tool that would automate an HR process legally and maybe have, like, an... an In you know, not an external HR consultant or contractor that was dedicated to you to help you with your HR processes when you're starting a small tech company, somebody would do so well with that. Yes. Emerging tech companies, if you're listening, keep an eye on your human resources. Yeah, they, they need it. So... Second trending topic for today is about Movie Pass. Have you heard about this? No, I haven't even read anything about it. I want you to tell me okay. all about it. MoviePass is a, it's quite an interesting idea. It's a subscription service that gives you access to a number of movies per month. And it used to be where you would pay about $15 per month for two movies a month. But they've changed up their agreement where now it's $10 a month and you can... Go and see a movie a day. What? It's out of control. Like, so you could see. So you, technically, you could see like between 28 and thirty movies a month. Yes. For how much? For ten dollars a month. The, this is including new movies as well. This is brand, brand new brand new movies. Or AMC, sorry, that's a theater chain in the states. I'm assuming. Yes, AMC is a theater chain in the states. This service, Movie Pass, is only in the U.S. Uh, basically, the company buys tickets at full price. There's a they gather data about your movie choices, and it's use a data play. It's a data play. Smart. But uh, at the same time, by them dropping their prices, um, AMC, the theater chain, is basically saying, uh, "We don't want to be a part of this anymore because you buy these tickets, you subsidize them for people, and uh, we don't really, we don't really want to be a part of this subsidization of our." Of our theater chain. Now, movie theaters make a lot of their margins on concessions. But at the same time, uh, if your margins are already low on ticket sales, do you really want to encourage people to uh, get tickets for 10, as many, like one movie a day for 10 bucks a month? Also, how long is this, how long is this like sustainable? They just got $27 million in funding, but like. I was, so uh, let me break this down. I would assume that, I mean, I honestly have done zero market research in this area, but um, I, I personally probably see about one movie a month. So, you know, I'm giving a movie theater, let's call it $120 a year. The subscription is about the same. Um, are there costs any higher if I'm there every day? There's really no overhead costs in letting me into the theater. I'm just filling a seat, but there's I'm assuming there's going to be a lot more people filling seats, and the people filling the seats are buying food. Yes, that's the that would be the position that Movie Pass has. Yeah. They say, listen, we're getting butts in your theater, and they're going to buy your concessions. This is a win-win. Yeah, you're going to pay like three cents for this bag of popcorn, and you're going to make ten dollars. And rather than making that ten dollars off them once. You know, a month, you can make it off them four times a month potentially. So, uh, I think it's a good play. Yeah, it's uh, the the statement from movie pa- or from uh, AMC is this: uh, from what we can tell, by definition, in absence of some other form of other compensation, MoviePass will be losing money on every subscriber seeing two movies or more in a month. Uh, while AMC is not opposed to two subscription programs, generally the one envisioned by MoviePass is not one AMC can embrace. We're actively working now to determine whether it may be feasible to opt out and not participate in this shaky and unsustainable program. I think the main thing that they're saying is like, it's not the subscription part that's weird or that they don't like. It's the fact that they're not being, it's the revenue model. Yeah. Like maybe they're opposed to the data play that's happening here. Uh so we'll we'll see what happens. Movie Pass is a really interesting concept. I know that if I had access to uh, ten dollars a month, and I can see as many, I would movies, see so many. Movies. I would be seeing upwards of six to ten movies a month. I'd yeah. even go and see crappy movies. Oh, I would too. I love the experience of the movie theater, so I'd be on board with it. Yes, indeed. I think somebody should make. I'm sorry, I just got to say this. And Winnipeg's an awful market for it, but like Toronto, Vancouver, I think somebody should make like a small a small theater with indie films or old movies that are played, you know, something a little different. I love the big Hollywood hits, but it would be really, really nice if somebody played like old time movies like you go see goodwill hunting with like and Rain th- with man. like themed nights maybe yeah. a higher end experience yeah maybe the alamo draft house man they have that in the states and it's super cool they, they do, do like theme yeah they do like they release new movies too but they do theme nights they bring food to your seat like it's it's like this it's like the ultimate vip experience it's i'd be all cool. over this idea we couldn't do one in in our city though it's probably just not big enough no but in one of those big cities please yeah bring it on our third and final trend for today is about the new Steven Soderbergh movie, Logan Lucky. Uh, that's coming out this weekend, and it looks like it's going to be fun. Uh, explain it to me a little bit. I'll explain it to you. It is about um, some s- southern state-dwelling, down-on-their-luck uh, boys, who, or not boys, guys, and uh, basically uh, played by Channing Tatum and uh, his friends are basically going to try and rob a nascar race so think an oceans 11 style heist movie but set in the south you know like we got to get a team together they steal the cars we're going to steal the money from nascars the nascar race Uh, because people pay for everything in cash um you know they're all down on their luck characters it looks like it's going to be quite a lot of fun Um, my kind of movie actually um Daniel Craig is playing a kind of a criminal, a Southern criminal mastermind, hard nose, tattoo covered, uh, smart mouth kind of man. Uh, it looks, it looks pretty fun. Channing Tatum playing, well, he's playing on a, a more Southern based Channing Tatum. Yeah. Uh, but it, it looks like it's just going to be like silly and with some, some stupid humor, but also some clever heist mechanics and some clever fun. Uh, one of the reviews, actually, is from the South, and they say, we're not sure if Steven Soderborough is laughing with us or at us, but this movie is a good time. That's what I've seen so far. I'm on board. You're on board? I, it, might be, it might be worth seeing. I don't. This is probably one I'd watch at home when it comes out on Netflix, not one yeah? I'd go pay to see, unless I had that movie pass, in which case, maybe I would. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I, if Yeah, if we had that movie pass. Only. I don't have a ton of uh, opinions about this, uh, about this topic. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that the uh, marketing campaign for it's been pretty fun. They've been playing up the jokes and uh, star power. You know what I'm so surprised I don't a... see more of? What? You know what I'm so surprised I don't see more of? It's like, why does nobody automate this marketing campaign? Are you ready for this, Kieran? Okay. I go watch, I'm signed in on YouTube. Yes. And I go watch a trailer for a movie, the, for the first trailer when it comes out. Sure. Why are you not sponsoring me a 30-second trailer of that con- of that movie title, some piece of content about that movie, like, the day before it comes out or during that day? Why am I not getting blasted with reminders? That would that be movie? a good, like, a good delayed kind of... Ad campaign. So, like, say I watch a trailer for Logan Lucky, like, two months ago. Yeah. And and I was like, oh, yeah, that, that's pretty cool. You forget. But I forget. There's so many titles. Yeah, there's so many movies out. What am I going to see? Yeah, so automate a rule. So, like, the week before it comes out, you see it on your Instagram feed. I also don't see enough of that. I, I see a lot of Instagram stories. Uh, who is it? Uh, there's one motion pictures company who's really, really big on it. I've been seeing an absolute ton of it. It um, might actually be, like, Lionsgate. Yeah, I think so. Which I think is genius. The costs, the costs for that are very, very reasonable. Yeah. Uh, I would actually you know what? as much as sometimes ads, especially like the I'm talking under a penny. Yeah for those. As much as like the some of those programmatic ads can drive me nuts. about movies, something that I really, really love, that's something that I really appreciate because yeah, there's so many movie titles coming out that unless it's one of like a, unless it's a tentpole movie where you you know like Dunkirk, like yes, I know that Dunkirk came out. You, like I'm, it's coming up on, on on a weekend. I know when, like Thor will, Ragnarok will come out. Like I'm getting yeah. slammed with it all the time. What about a, like a mid sized film? You could yeah. make a very effective campaign that actually reminds me that hey, I have another option. Or Cineplex. Like why is, is Cineplex not doing? Cineplex is like AMC. Buy, yeah. In Canada, it, it, or if you're in the United States, yeah. Um, I would do like a hey buy your movie tickets now and get a coupon for a for a free uh bag of candy or a free medium drink or a free small popcorn cuz it costs them like 4 cents to make that bag of popcorn and I run it for sure be doing that and run that through and run that offer only through the ads that you people see like have that. actually or people who have watched the trailer yeah i think that's a no brainer but that's just me well maybe we'll get picked up and uh, start doing Cinéplex ads I really like that client. I would have a lot of fun hacking culture there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Logan Lucky comes out this weekend. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Remember, you can give us a call in on Anchor, any thoughts you have about the trends, or if you think we missed something, hit us up here. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and all that good stuff. This is all presented by Avenue 4 Communications, a digital marketing and creative technology company in Winnipeg and Montreal. I just want to say thank you to everyone who's been listening, giving us applause, favoriting us, and calling in. We really appreciate all of it, and we'll see you tomorrow.